Oh, I guess we're live now. And applause and hello and welcome in and welcome back. Oh, look at this. Look at, look at, look at, it's Hollywood Hogan here. Introduce me properly. <laughs> All right. It's Mr. Scott Beatty. By the way, this is, uh, what are we called? The Stuff Your Mom Threw Out podcast. We are on the 1252 Sports you're, Entertainment Network. Do you ever Network. notice how unprepared he is? I don't know you can't see it unless you're looking at live video. Usually you can't see that he's got papers spread out all across the I counter here. And and uh, he is completely unprepared. David Schuster, the man who knows. I'm going to introduce you. Go ahead. The man who knows nothing about nothing. Oh, David yeah. Schuster. Okay, that's right. And that's what this podcast is all about. Nothing. Anyway, a pleasant hello. I'm David Schuster. He's Scott Beatty. This is the podcast that we mix sports memorabilia along with some hijinks. And we're brought to you by the Village Inn Pizzeria in Skokie. Located at 8050 uh lincoln avenue in skokie oh yeah scott has to go because he forgot to lock up the shop so i'm gonna have to do, we're gonna have to do this solo for a couple of seconds as scott kick somebody out of his store actually i should turn the camera on here real quickly here watch this scott's gonna kick somebody out of his store here because <laughs> he forgot to lock the door anyway i'm david schuster he's scott Beatty. And I will stall long enough for him to get back here. Yes, we're going to talk about sports memorabilia. And we are here at AU Sports in Morton Grove. The address is 6006 Dempster in Morton Grove. And uh, we got some artifacts here. We're going to talk about sports and trivia. How dare someone try to walk in and give me money? It's outrageous. Speaking of money, give me my money. No, Hey, folks. For uh, drug for, drug deal for services rendered, don't let them fool you. <laughs> drug deal, I think you gypped me. No, you didn't. All right, anyway, that was for something non related to this podcast, but again, <laughs> well, we're going to talk about sports memorabilia. Oh, we got some show and tell stuff, even before we get to anything else. We got some really cool stuff we want to show you. Bring out Babe here, it's not Babe the Pig from the movie. Bring out the real Babe. Show this, show this piece of this is cool. I'm gonna have to tilt this down a little no, bit. No, not really. All right, you'll lift it up. This is a Babe Ruth clock. See, Babe? Look, 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 look what time it is. It's it's 714. You know what 714 is? No. Well, it is what how many home runs he hit. Really? Yes. Think you think I would have known that. <laughs> Actually, I was the one who said it. It could have been 314. You know what that stands for. How many home runs you hit? Not, well, listen, I wish I would have hit that many in any level of baseball. It's Quaaludes. 314. Anyway, we're we're digressing as we always do. Um, let's talk a little bit about sports memorabilia because that's where we usually start. Oh, good. I know more about that than I do about drugs. Uh, maybe not much more. Uh, anyway, I was going online yesterday and eBay, of course. Talk about eBay and sports memorabilia. Is that a good place? You know, is it a good barometer for it's an indicator because no two people are going to sell the same thing for the same price. One person may be trying to sell it for a hundred dollars, another person may be trying to sell it for five hundred dollars. Where's the price lay? It, it lays in how much someone's willing to pay for it. It's always an indicator that you can get a rough idea, but when you walk into a store like mine and the first words out of your mouth are, well, I was looking on eBay. No, it's, that's not what you want to hear because obviously they're looking for top dollar. It gives you an indication what a collector is willing to pay for it, not necessarily a Vendor like myself. Okay. So there's there's the difference is when you walk into a store like mine or any place across the country, you have to be able to to know that that person you're going to sell it to needs to make money on it as well. Okay. If you if you want to do all the work, then go on eBay. I encourage it. Okay. But on eBay, there's two ways of selling something. Is there not? You can 
do it for auction bids, yeah. or you can put it like uh, buy now. Um, yes, I'm talking with my hands. <laughs> or you could have like a uh, best I just, offer. I, mean, I was just trying to follow along. <laughs> follow the bouncing ball. Remember those little? No, of, I don't. Remember those? No, songs? I'm not a yes. hundred. <laughs> no, I know your IQ is under a hundred. I know okay. that. Anyway, um, you know what I'm talking about on eBay. You can either so have I'll auctions just, or whatever. Okay, just to speed the show up, sure. Okay, well then say what it is. Which one? the bouncing ball? No, what? How you can buy, purchase something on eBay? Oh, you want or sell something on eBay? Trying to get me to make sense again. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, there is the auction where you obviously just put it at a starting price, whatever you're willing to start at. I always encourage starting the bidding at a lower number because it gets people interested. Right. Even if they think that they're not going to win it for four dollars. But at least it gets them bid, and then it'll start to go from there. If you start your bid on a hundred and twenty-five dollar item at ninety dollars, chances are you're you're gonna you end not, it at ninety dollars. You, you might not even get an opening bid. Then there's the other way to do is called a fixed price listing. I think most uh, uh, we'll just call them people who don't have a lot to sell. Uh, they get some free listings per month. I think like fifty eBay gives you something like that, and you can just put your own price in. You can say I'm not taking any less than ninety-nine dollars for this. And that's it. So I like when you see it also say like $99 or best offer. That means it can go one one of two ways. I mean, you can either pay the $99. It can go one of 99 ways, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. You had to take me so, literal. And so on. You just had to take me literal. I, well, I'd rather take you to the city <laughs> dump and leave you, but I don't have a lot of choices. Can you come up with better jokes than that? Um, anyway, all right. So I was on eBay last night and uh, taking a look around, talking about sports memorabilia. A Patrick Mahomes 2017 Panini Prism. Is that a rookie card? Yes, it is. Okay. So they wanted 350000 Of course, I don't know what the grade of that card was. Is, is that a good deal? I thought you did research. <laughs> I, did, I, I only did. I, just, like I, just like I did for my test back in high school. I've been, I've I been, cramped. I, th I think I've been promised things on this podcast that aren't, aren't, aren't happening. We can switch. You could do the research. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, we should. What was the name of that movie? Oh, uh, the mother and daughter switched. Oh, that was um, Freaky Friday. No. Oh, I'm terrible. Alan, Alan Bratcher is back in the studio. He's he's our go-to guy for looking things up. Oh, it was the girl who's uh, who was married to uh, Charlie Sheen. What's her name? She switched. Oh, that, where, where she was an uh, an adult and then she became a kid. There's been a lot but of I movies think there's like been that. A, there was a couple of remakes of it, though. I think I think maybe Jamie Lee Curtis was in one. Oh, anything with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I can I, see. She, are you are you going to tell me she's not hot back in the day? Oh, but she's like seventy five now. Ba but, I said okay, back in the yeah, day, and she's I'll, not seventy five. I'll give you that. What's up? okay for? Um, let's get back to Patrick Mahomes. Okay, now he's hot. Is that a good? Is, is that a good price? Three hundred fifty thousand for a rookie card, pending on the grading. Well, I mean that's all speculative, is it? Not everybody wants to put that kind of money into cards. Some people do it for fun. I think most people do it for fun. If you're speculating on investment, what you're doing is spending that kind of money on a card is you're hoping that whatever he does uh, is, is Denise Richards. That's Jeff, oh. Jeff, Jeff Dandyman, a loyal listener and viewer. I'm trying to wait. I don't know how this camera thing works. Yet. Thanks Jeff. Um, the, uh, <laughs> Did you lose no, a train of thought? No, no, no. But no, seriously, you've got to be invested in the fact that you think Mahomes is going to have a spectacular Hall of Fame career. He's well on his way. That he's going to continue to go up in demand. He's going to continue to go up in price for you to drop that kind of money. Cards certainly can be. <laughs> Not answering that one, Jeff. No. Uh, 
it's it certainly can be an investment, as we found out by recent card sales. But the average person is not going to want to do that. Okay, well, you know, what was I, a, what was a card you told me sold for five point nine million? The highest card was it today or yesterday? What was that card? Within the last couple of days, a uh, a one of one. We've discussed what that is. Right. That is the only one in existence. A uh, Stephen Stephen Curry Stephen Curry Steph Curry. Okay, uh, one of one national treasures autographed patch card and it had the logo man which they call the nba that's what he's called logo man the right. little guy little jerry west thing. right 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 uh, they're talking about changing that by well the way. it's from the back of his the jersey so it's it's actual integrable uh, integral i can do this spell that i can do this no you can't e e n t y you're off by a mile did i spell already? anything <laughs> Anything, A-N-Y-T-H-I-N-G. but anyway, this, it went, went it went an auction for five point nine million dollars. Wait, wait, here's the kicker. There's a kicker. We've talked about card grading, and the people watching might know about card grading. It was an eight. It was only an eight. It was an eight. Well, it's a one on one, so okay, there's no how, chance of getting a better one. How, but it's how, a, how it was it an, be an eight? eight, and it got five point nine million dollars. How could it only be an eight? There's only one who got it. Uh, some some uh, company, and I'm not even gonna to, to give them a, a, a plug, plug here without okay. getting some money out of them. You know how that works, right? So, but Actually, uh, they're called an alternative investment. F is that? Which means they invest in things that just it's not stocks or bonds or housing or whatever. This happens to be sports cards, okay. and they for some reason they think they can spend 5.9 million dollars on a card. And reap a profit. I'm telling you, if for some reason I came across five point nine million dollars, and somebody said, "Well, you can make a profit. You can sell that in a year for, for six point two. I'm like, I, I'm not waiting a year to make three hundred grand. No, right. no, I better be doubling that in a year. Right, right, right. What, what are they called? An alternative investment? That's I actually read their bio. It sounds like the mafia. You know, I'm trying to get in with them with LinkedIn. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be black, black market you, investment. Hey, you, you guys want something alternative to invest in? Right here. All right, let's move on. So a uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, rookie card. Um, well, I mean, if you had a Patrick Mahomes rookie card, let's just say it's graded at eight or nine. What what would you what you've had Patrick Mahomes rookie card here, right? I mean, I hope so. Okay, so what'd you sell it for? Well, the ones we sold were ungraded. I mean, and they okay. went they went up in value over time. I mean, originally when he first started to get hot, we they, they were probably literally seventy-five dollar type of rookies. Now, he's, so, he's added then to all his... so they went to one hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty. Now five hundred. Okay. So this is what that where that investment point comes in. If you if you if you're starting to collect cards and you're doing it for investment, be real careful about what you're what you're doing. You know because you could. Hey, what if you'd have been one of those guys that bought a bunch of Mitch Trubisky cards? Then what? Now you're dead. You know, he got married. Actually, I know it. He got, did you hear? She's, she's pretty good looking. I, from what I heard, there there was no receptions. <laughs> ah, dude, we should have some sound. Mitch blows. Sports court says Mitch blows. <laughs> You're right. Um, all right. So elsewhere on uh, eBay last night, we're gonna delve all over the place. We're getting we're getting the sports stuff out of the way here quickly. There was a Lou Cinder rookie card. You've had three here in this. Yeah, strangely enough. And nobody did anything with any of you. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we bought three Luau Cinder rookie two hours. And those are rare, right? I, I don't know if I would say they're rare, but they are rarer to find in really, really nice shape. Okay. They're well, this one on eBay, again, was supposedly graded at a nine. 
Okay, it's a 69 tops uh, LCR before he was Jabbar, and it was supposedly going, and this is what they were asking for. It's not what they get or are going to get. Right, that's, the, that's the other yeah, point. Uh, they're looking for $150,000. Is that not a But see, doesn't that seem much more of a good investment than than maybe some of these newer guys, in my opinion? Well, yeah, it's because he's already a Hall of Famer. Right, right, exactly. So if you're going to invest in a guy, you know, he's kind of a forgotten guy too, sort of. Uh, he's, he's, but I he's mean, still these guys, my, but, my, the, but these guys in the vintage cards, they have this this base already laid down. You're never going to lose money on them like you would if you start putting money in tomorrow. Hey, another guy, and people out there spend thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars on, for instance, Deshaun Watson cards, hoping that he continues. Hoping, but I mean, now yeah. they they may. Uh, what you know, what happens if he goes to prison? Uh, he, his he, value goes up or down. No, his cards will go to hell. That's what happened to Michael Vick. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, absolutely true. All right, there was one more I saw on eBay last night, and you have to help me with this. Tom, were you up? Were you up past nine o'clock? For I was. Actually, I was. Nineteen eighty-two, a Kmart Mickey Mantle number one. What is a Kmart? Did they make their own card? I can I can actually fish one out right now if Seriously? you want me to. Yes, you want me to get it? Well, this one was value. Well. They're, they're hoping to get $75,000 for this. There's card. no chance. It, There's well, zero chance. Okay, of that. I'm just going to read you. It's a Kmart Mickey Mantle number one. Do you want me to get the card? No, no, no. We don't, we don't want to lose our, lose our momentum here. <laughs> it's a PSA. It was Gem Mint, supposedly. Supposedly. 1982 Kmart. It's a Kmart it's a, it, card. It, it, was, it, it was a blue light special. Back in, back in the early 80s. Mid, uh, but probably in that time, 82 to probably late 80s, they put out these little box sets and they'd sell them at Toys R Us, KB Toys, Walmart, Fleer, put a whole bunch of them out that they put in Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And they would sell them for probably $4.99 a box. Okay. So these Kmarts are exactly, they're not, the Mickey Mantle. What do you sell that? What do you sell for a dollar? A couple of dollars. A couple of dollars. And they want 75000 They want 75000 Oh, God bless them. You know what? <laughs> but when they don't get it, sell the house. Really? All right. Um, let's see. Uh, there is a place called, and I'm sure you're very familiar with it, Heritage Auction. Is that like a big Absolutely. auction house? Yeah, they're, 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 they're legit. Okay. Uh, I think they're the biggest one, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, th- they seem to have auctions every weekend, seemingly. Seemingly. Anyway, they got a big one coming up. And Anson Williams. <laughs> Did you watch Happy Days? I know who Potsy is. Okay, you know. He doesn't look that good. He doesn't look like Potsy anymore. Anyway, um, he apparently, all these characters in the show, Ronnie Howard and, and Henry Winkler, all these people, they took stuff off the set. Chachi. Uh, Chachi, well, who knows what he took. He's a little on the strange side. Scott Baio, is that what your name is? Pinky Tuscadero. Pinky! She, she was, and her, and her, sister, her sister Leather was her cousin her, Leather. Oh, that's a good question. The, the female Alan, rocker Susie Quattro yeah. played Leather Tuscadero. Pinky Tuscadero, I think it was like played by Roz Kelly. Uh, yeah. But, oh boy, if I get but, that one, you owe me something. No, I won't. Uh, she was booted off the show. Did you know that? Who was one of the two of those people? Well, you Susie Quattro uh, wanted to do more of the shows, but her management advised against it. They said it was like softening her image. Because she was kind of a Joan Jett type. Oh, I know. And, I, and you know, uh, she wore the leather jacket on the show, right? And then, and she did something like it was like, see, you can't yeah. sit in the camera. That was like a way of saying about it. Hey, no, he did this, and she did this, and 
And when people do that to you, you sit on it? <laughs> no, I don't. That's what they're trying um, to show. Remember, sit on it. Yes, that, okay. that was a big one. Uh, anyway, so apparently all these characters on the show, they took stuff home with them. Do you realize that there are three? I uh, want the jukebox that starts just by hitting it. That, well, Fonzie, you know, he had that magical touch. I don't think it was him. I think it was the jukebox. It no, was a but, magical but, jukebox. But only Fonzie could hit it where it would start I'll right away. You'll have Fonzie I'll over? have Henry Winkler <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I got some songs I want to hear. By the way, Henry Winkler, I follow him on Twitter. He's an interesting person. He's a big outdoors person. So he's he's constantly fishing. I know you think that's a stupid sport. I don't think it's a sport. I think it's an activity. By the way, last week, when, when last time we did the show, what was that, number 52 out of 60? It's like the, the most the, difficult sport. The, the, he's, I don't know, ice curling, underwater curling. <laughs> That would be difficult, wouldn't it? Anyway, uh, do you realize that on Happy Days, Fonzie had the leather jacket was like really big, okay? There were three of them. One of them went to the Smithsonian, right? That is correct. One of them went to the Smithsonian. Very good. We didn't even need you for that one, Alan. Uh, is Alan, what is Alan saying? Because what's the question again? I had a phone call. I we forget. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't play. Who, uh, Who cares? Uh, no, it was the girls from Happy Days. What, what was the question? Who? Mother Tuscadero was Susie Quattro. Who was Pinky Tuscadero? Who was Pinky Tuscadero? I think the actress's name was Roz Kelly. That's right. my. That's what I'm going with. Alan's going to look that one up. But anyway, there were three leather jackets. One of them went to the Smithsonian. You're absolutely correct. One of the them other went, gave to his high school girlfriend. Uh, no, that, no, I don't think. I don't think that's what happened. Henry Winkler does have one of the three. Okay. Yeah. Maybe someday if he needs. Oh, the auctioning one. Well, no, they're not auctioning that. But we'll get to what they are auctioning. Well, one of Potsy's sweaters. Who cares? Yes, they are actually doing Potsy's Wisconsin sweater with the bid starting at three thousand dollars. Oh, we don't get it. Okay. I don't know how much it's going to go for, but somebody will buy that. There's also uh, Potsy's Jefferson high jacket because that was. Oh, I should have asked you that as a trivia question. Where he went to high school? Well, where? Where went to high school? Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else. I would Milwaukee Valley High. Uh, no, that wasn't it. Uh, what else are they asking for here? Da, 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 da. Um, there were other artifacts. Anyway, the same heritage auction is some other stuff coming up. Check these out. There's a Marilyn Monroe uh, self-portrait, and she must have been stoned. I don't know, because <laughs> it does not look like a self-portrait. But they're looking for, it's an open, uh, open bid at $100,000. You want to pay for that? The Marilyn Monroe stuff's cool. I mean, you know, it's well, not you, have, you have a thousand books in your bathroom. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I, I, I had a, I got a collection from somebody who was a Marilyn Monroe freak. I was buying it for all the sports stuff, but also I open a box. There's all this Marilyn Monroe. So if you hey, if you like Marilyn Monroe, call me. I mean, you must have. I swear to God, you must I'll give have it a, to you like half price books. At, oh, they they for like seventy five cents. I hope I don't get sued for this, but they really rip you off when you go in there with uh, books. I once, I listen. Uh, same type of thing. When I buy collections, sometimes it literally is just boxes and boxes and boxes, stuff that you open up. But there's a bunch of like John books. I had to be about 14 of those artists. And I took them and they actually told me they weren't interested. Roz Kelly, you were absolutely correct about that. See, I told you. Okay, very good. Ne- never, I will never lead you astray. Okay. Not as far as you know. Okay. Never underestimate the power of a idiot. Schnook. I don't know what that means. Oh, come on. You, you, you've never heard that before? And Sherman that, and Peabody? Is that a, uh, was that Sherman and Peabody, Alan? Never underestimate was, the power of a schnook? What was uh, that's, um I know who Sherman and Peabody are, but the schnook, isn't that a character on Sesame Street? I, I no, that's the snuff. Uh, spell that one. 
Integrity. Can I go back to that one? <laughs> Integral. All right. What else do they have out coming up in this big auction? Marilyn Monroe also has one of her dresses that she wore in a movie. That's going starting bid of $150,000. They'll dug it easy. Yeah, I guess maybe with her they will. They have all the Star Trek costumes. Oh my God. You, know, you want to basically $10,000 for this little piece of plastic. Probably. It's By the way, if they were selling like Kirk or uh, Spock's original uniforms, those things would be going for hundreds of thousands. How about his ears? The wax ears that made him, made him be a Vulcan. How about his real ears? Those are him and Van Gogh's you can get two for the price of one. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> All right, what else have they got coming up? Because is anybody great. paying attention to us anymore? Is I don't anybody think so. listening? Um, they have the lamp from the movie Casablanca from Rick's Cafe. Would you buy that? I have a lamp. <laughs> you have a lava lamp. I would buy a lava lamp from Rick's Cafe in Casablanca. <laughs> if you could, if right in the background, you see it. Yeah. All right, here's another I've one. I sold movie set stuff here in the store. Yeah, really. Again. Collections. Like what? Like what have you um, sold? Got a call from, uh, they wanted me to come to their-, their uh, See, I was correct. Place. We're even now. Sherman and Peabody. And oh, and we do have people watching. Oh, now I got stage. Is there, it could <laughs> be got, room full. I got stage right now. It could be all the rest <laughs> homes across the city. <laughs> no, it's past their bedtime. No. <laughs> or they're vomiting what they just ate. <laughs> now, I want to point this out. My first point at a comment on the screen. Uh, Jeff Dannyman asks, when does the pornography talk start? Any minute. Yeah. We've got him on a timer. Um, but they, they asked me to come look at a bunch of stuff. And there was yeah. some sports stuff in there. Sports stuff wasn't the interesting stuff they had. This guy had worked on movie sets that were filmed here in Chicago. Okay. And he always found a way to get something off the set. Okay. Uh, the, probably the coolest thing. Don't ask me what, it, what we sold for. I don't remember anymore. Probably the coolest thing was an umbrella that we photo matched on the set of The Untouchables. Uh, held by uh, uh, what uh, the, the guy who played Frank Nitty, I think. Oh, I don't know who that was. Yeah, but there was an umbrella from the Untouchable okay. set, which was pr pretty darn cool. Okay. You know, and then some other stuff. Wait, you sold it here in the store? Uh, well, I sold it online, but yeah, How much? Had, uh, I, like I said, don't ask me. I don't I'd rather have the Penguins umbrella. We also had it. This is really silly, but I sold it. An ashtray from the set of Stir of Echoes starring Kevin Bacon. Wow. Okay. It was just like sitting on the table. So we had to photo match that stuff, which is cool. Did I ever, so had some fun with it. Did I ever tell you the story? Because I've been to the White House on a few occasions with the sports teams. It's no big deal. With the sports teams, when they've won, they went to the White House, and I was lucky enough to go there. And there was an ashtray sitting there. We were in the I don't know, the East Room or the Lincoln Room. I forget which one. Can I? And I was so tempted, and I, I was reaching out to And all of a sudden, I could have sworn there was like one of those red lights on my I was, I was actually hoping to turn you in, so... I go. Uh oh, they, they got it, me in my, their sights. So, 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 when the sports teams visit the White House, yes. So you went with what the nineteen forty one Paul NCAA champions? No, no. And, it's and, when when and, the Bears won back in the forties. Back in nineteen sixty three. No, in the forties. I was giving you credit. Okay, it was yeah. in the forties. Yeah, I went with Pop Bear. Uh, all right, what else is uh, are they selling here? Oh, here's a good one that uh, Heritage House has up for auction. Charlie Chaplin. Um, had a holiday card that he sent to Groucho Marx. <laughs> Which, come That's on, pretty cool. Sir. Oh, come on. I said it's cool. Okay. They want $10,000 for that. Is, is it, it, is it signed by Chaplin? I guess it is. Yeah. It's, it's like happy holidays or something. I don't know. You know? How do you know they got along? How do you know that it wasn't a nasty message? Even better. Then I'd pay more for it. <laughs> yes. Then I would really pay for He's it. He's learning.
Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. So that's some, uh, from them. Comic books. Um, do you know? And you're a big Harley Quinn person, aren't you? No. No. Is 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 she a character? She's she a Marvel. No, Marvel. <laughs> Marvel win. Oh my God. Marvel. I know. Please. I, I do that just to get a rise out of you. Ugh. Was she, she, no, she a she's a, no, she's one of Batman's uh, villains. That's right. She's played by uh, the very uh, cute uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Oh, she is hot. Um, and she plays it very well in the in the DC universe, and it's one of the only characters in the DC universe that is played well on screen currently. Okay, so you're absolutely correct. She does come from the Batman world, the DC comic book world, and her first appearance was in what year was it 1983 at least in the comic books okay and it was number 12 or whatever the hell that is um so i found that well that batman number 12 comes after batman number 11 and and, and you did very well in your math classes in third grade well, you said you didn't know where it came from <laughs> all right here's another one uh neil sean is uh, he, neil sean the no the, the, the guitar player yes the guitar player from journey yes oh yes very good He's auctioning off 112 of his guitars. 112 of his guitars. I didn't, I, I didn't even have two when I played. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, the one where he uses on his Don't Stop Believing, famous, their most famous song, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a black 77 Gibson Les Paul or Les Paul Deluxe. I don't know. Les Paul? Oh, <laughs> my God. I don't know. Oh, uh, it's Les Paul, the innovator of the electric guitar. Uh, maybe he was French on this day. It was Les Paul. Oh, my God. Anyway, so they're looking for $40,000 to start on that. And forth. 112 guitars at $40,000. No, no, no. Just a Not 112. Just that one particular one. The one that I use for Stop Believe. You're asking me if it's worth $40,000? How much you. do you like that song? I don't like that song. Okay. Actually, I'm so sick of it. But I, but I do think that you know certain uh, musical instruments and stuff are really cool. In fact, I just went to uh, to Nashville last weekend, right? And they have uh, the Musicians Hall of Fame, which is there. Are we but still it, only at eleven people, Alan? No, I'm, now we're at four. <laughs> guaranteed after all this bullshit. <laughs> I just want to know if our horizons are expanding. We, we are here to destroy the podcast world. <laughs> And we're doing a good job of no, it. All right. So the, the Hall of Fame is not like the, this because there's the Country Music Hall of Fame. They're completely different. Right. Or, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. No, this is the Musicians Hall of Fame. They really concentrate uh, They really concentrate on the instruments it's and, and the stuff. Like, like for instance, they, they, had, they had some of the original instruments from some of the recording sessions and it had a list of what songs they were used on. Okay. They had the piano. Uh, that uh, Elton John recorded Caribou, the album Caribou on, right? Stuff like that. So musical instruments from a particular person that played on a particular song like that, you know, is is going to be worth a lot more just than random. Because I've seen guitar players throw guitars out into the crowd at rock concerts, and you know, maybe it's a few thousand dollars out of their pocket. But I mean, you know, forty grand for that, I can see it. I can big, you know, big Journey fan. You know, it's interesting because in previous podcasts, we've had both uh, Ryan Dempster and we had Mark G. and Greco, and their prized possessions, even though both of them are obviously in the sports world, are musical instruments, you know, I, I guess autographed by certain people. Didn't one of them have a, a – I can't remember. What are they – was it Dempster or was it Gian Greco? Uh, Demp Dempster had something. I had a guitar signed by the members of Metallica. Okay. Now, that's a big deal. Pretty cool. They're a rock and roll band. Got rock, me on that one. Rock and roll. Okay. I know you like the old swing bands, but. <laughs> Tommy Dorsey and Glenn Miller for sure. Uh, you talk about a leather jacket before. 
I know uh, you were talking about a leather jacket. I was just listening to you. Well, yeah, but you brought up, um, you know, uh, somebody's leather jacket. Anyway, John Travolta's leather jacket in the movie Saturday Night Fever. Didn't he? Well, what? In the only Saturday Night Fever, what about Grease? That would have been. Well, the, which one do you think would be worth more? Ah, uh, it's a good question. Probably the one in Greece, I'm guessing, because that movie did better. Well, actually, did no, it? Or I did? don't know. They were both they were both pretty big. Okay, I watched Saturday Night Fever. You know, I had never watched the full Saturday Night Fever, and I finally watched it a little while ago. Kind of a depressing film. Well, he's a he's a prick in that movie. But he but he comes to find himself in the end. Does he? I don't remember. <laughs> I might have been drinking. I'll watch it again. For... Anyway, so his leather jacket that he uses, you know, he went out one night and he went mm -hmm. dancing or whatever. <laughs> That's the whole plot. <laughs> you just ruined this. You ruined Saturday Night Fever. That is the whole hasn't seen it. He goes out and he dances. <laughs> he's a he's a real jerk in this movie. Anyway, and Donna Pesco, she's in there. Wait, who's the other girl that he uh, ended up dancing with? Do you remember? I don't, was it Alan? Cloris Leachman? No, it wasn't Cloris Leachman. Um, Alan will look that up. Just kind of my stand-in guess for because one of these days I'm going to be right. One of these days you're going to ask me a question and I'm going to say Cloris Leachman and it's going to be correct. If I ask you something from the Mary Tyler Moore show, yeah, it'll probably be correct. Absolutely. What shows that? <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore. Um, all right. So his leather jacket uh, from Saturday Night Fever, and they're also looking for forty thousand dollars as an opening bid on that. That's an easy sale. Okay, because again, that's opening bid. But what? what oh, been, look at this. We two hundred thousand dollars for the one in Greece and one point six for. You know you, you know you know you squint when you read. I can't help it. My glasses are terrible. No, I was going to say that's the stuff that's going to go up depending on the collector. You know, the original Saturday Night Fever, the white suit that he does right. the you know right. the thing in. Want me to do that again? Yes, so he does the thing in. Um, Gene Siskel. Yeah, he Siskel did buy it. That's did, right. But I, but I think I'd have to, to to research it, or you'd have to research it for me. He, uh, I think, I think it sold recently. I think they finally sold it okay. after after he passed or right before he passed. Yeah, Alan looked that one up. Did Gene Siskel sell uh, John Travolta's from Saturday Night White Dance can suit? You, can you also look up what time the bus goes by the front? Dave's got to. All right, let's uh, switch. Uh, you wanted to talk, you asked yeah, out on this thing. And we'll get a little back to sports memorabilia in just a second. Oh. But you went to a minor league game down in Nashville. You saw the Nashville Sounds. Is that what they're called? That's what they're called. Okay. The minor league team of who? Milwaukee, is it? Yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. Um, anyway, so you asked, oh, how many stadiums have you been to? So I tabulated, and I've been to a lot around the majors and football and basketball and hockey. And how many have you been barred from? None. None. <laughs> None yet. None I, had, yet. I had the over. None. All right. So in Major League Baseball, there's currently 30 stadiums. I've been to 20. Well, I don't. I haven't been to 20 of the current. I've been to over 20, but I'm talking. I've been to ones that have are no longer the fun. Old Tiger Stadium, Cleveland Municipal Stadium, yeah, I got Atlanta, both those. County Stadium. Got all those. You know, I've been to the Astrodome. Uh, old Comiskey. Old of Comiskey, course. of course. Original. Yeah. Uh, original uh, Milwaukee County Stadium. Did you go back to Crosley Field. Do I go back to Crosley Field? That's a. Do you even know who played there? Yes, the Reds. Cincinnati Reds, but that's been gone since nineteen seventy. Yes, I know. How about the Polo Grounds? Ebbets, uh, Ebbets Field. I, I was, I was at Yankee Stadium the day Babe Ruth <laughs> gave his uh, speech. Here, show Babe again. The day Babe Ruth, you could have this. Gave his speech. You could have this clock. By the way, it is for sale. It's actually really cool. It's uh 
It's pewter and bronze. It's a, on one side. It says, uh, you know, seasonal home run record, lifetime home run record, and it's it's actually one of only about we I think it's about fifteen hundred made. It came out in nineteen forty eight. It was after he had passed. It was given out as a premium uh, for customers of the of this business. It, it's it's in the. The shape is effing phenomenal. Yeah, really. I mean, if you want me to, I'll clean it up even more so. Tarnish it or whatever you call it. Yeah, don't touch it. Okay, I won't touch it. What would you rather have? Would you rather have that clock or would you rather have uh, the lamp in Rick's Cafe from Casablanca? If it was a lava lamp, I'd take the lava lamp. <laughs> show the other show and tell thing that you pulled out here. Oh, yeah, just, just for fun. You know, uh, recently, you know, we're, we're based here in Chicago. If you're watching from anywhere outside of the, uh, the Illinois-Chicago area, um, and we decided that uh, lately the Cubs have been having a rough go of it, correct? Yeah, they Cubs lost they, 11 they, in a row. They, they won last night, but, but we thought if they would all just get on board with a nutritious meal brought to you by dun, da, da, dun. Rossi's Crunch. Ross Crunch, Grandpa Rossi <laughs> Crunch. The only thing you need to make your day. Yeah. So if we can get the guys on board, we can all come by for some Rossi Crunch. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. What's ever in this box is stale in more ways than one. It's like the Cubs offense. Uh, someone's asking me if I've ever been to Candlestick. Yes, I've been to Candlestick for both football and uh, basketball. Ask or, him what, football and baseball. I'm ask sorry. him what else he's done with Candlesticks. <laughs> that's no. for another show. Yeah, that's for another show and a, a, a different topic. We haven't gotten into that. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been to 20 of the 30 major league ballparks. I've been to 26 of the 30 NFL stadiums. Really? Current one, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I used to travel with the Bears a lot. Um, Did they know you were there? Yeah, they knew we were there. You weren't a stowaway? Um, my, my favorite one – well, actually, I have two favorite ones. I mean, what, football stadium? Yeah. I mean, Dallas is unbelievable. I mean, that's 100,000 people in But in they haven't place. proved it since then. Uh, since they – well, I, when was when I there? there? Oh, Five six years ago, can't okay. Now that would have been the new the new one. Okay, um, Green Bay. As much as people hate Green Bay, actually Lambeau Field is pretty cool. It's it's there's just such Green, a Green Bay. I I know nothing about Green Bay. I got to be honest. Well, I mean, why nothing. isn't why? I mean, how did they wind up in Green Bay? I don't know. I, I, why aren't they in Milwaukee? Uh, well, actually, they used to play games in Milwaukee. They, you know, even, that's because Green Bay just had a bunch of just open fields. No, I mean, the, you had to, the, Lambeau, listen, Lambeau Field's been there for a long time, they but they the used huddle. to play. They used to play like at least four of their uh, games during the season. They used to play or half their home games. They used to play in, in Milwaukee. Bart Starr would get in the huddle and you go, okay, listen, uh, go long, hook in at the cow, and I'll hit you on the stride. <laughs> there really is nothing in uh, uh, in Green Bay. I mean, you, you know where else there's nothing? Where? I My, my, uh, my nephew was graduating high school, and we went and saw his uh, football homecoming game, the senior homecoming game, in uh, in just outside of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. If you drive from Chicago to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you will see nothing, nothing for nine hours. Oh, speaking just of, that's a public that's a public service announcement. Okay. Speaking of seeing nothing, probably I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there. Three and a half hours. I am going to the Field of Dream games. It's the White Sox and the Yankees. It was postponed from last year. This is where they had the movie Field of Dreams, and they built a temporary stadium right there. And they and they came, so the movie. <laughs> and, and I will be going. Actually, you know what? Uh, uh, he's talking about the center field. This is a question here. What do I think about the gimmicky things in the ballparks? Yeah, there was the hill in uh, in Houston's. In it was called I it was called Enron Stadium or Environ Enron Stadium field. or whatever it was. Anyway, that was very dangerous to be honest with I you. I didn't. I I could have swore I saw saw maybe Jim Edmonds go running up that hill he and did. catch a ball diving. 
torn backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very dangerous. I never saw any, you know, any problems. I, I was certainly, I was there for the games for uh, when the White Sox won back in 05. And I was there for some Cub games over the years. I like also. the choo-choo train, though. That's that is nice. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And as far as gimmicky things at the ballpark, I used to love when they released the live Tiger at Tiger Stadium. I don't recall that. The old Tiger Stadium? And maybe I just dreamed it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the worst baseball stadium I've been to, the worst football stadium is, well, I, it's not ironically, it is one and the same. It's out in Oakland. The Oakland Alameda County Stadium. Horrendous. Well, I will say I have, I have not been to enough football stadiums. Not no not no twenty six and thirty. I do have. I, I did like Arrowhead very very much, as far as football goes. But I can tell you the worst baseball stadium I ever went to, which is Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Oh, I see. I never went to that one. That was that's like, now defunct. Obviously. That was like playing in an underground garage. The sound just went nowhere. It was dull. The lighting was dull. Uh, the concourse. They, I mean, they had things in the concourse. I'm not joking when I when I tell you there was a counter selling makeup <laughs> at the ballpark, and then of course all the all the uh, all the signs were in some Moon Man language. Okay. Somebody told me it was French. Do you re- um, it probably was. Do you re- it was. Do you, do, you just- <laughs> do you remember the ballpark before they moved into Olympic Stadium? Jerry Park. That is correct. Yeah, Jerry Park. I, I didn't they have wasn't Jerry Park just like, like almost like a Chicago. Uh, district park wasn't it just a fence out in right field? It was. You could, and if you hit the ball, it might go into traffic. Do you, do you remember there was a specific play? And I even remember the hitter. It was the Cubs playing there. Jerry Morales hit. Uh, was he in the outfield or did he hit the ball? One or the other. Anyway, the ball went and it went under the fence. They didn't have replays, obviously, back in the day. It went under the fence because it was so torn up the ground there, and the umpires ruled it a home run. But in reality, the ball went under the fence. It rolled under. No, well, it sort of like landed right there at the base of the uh, of the fence, and it was. It was like a chain fence. I'm not sure what year they were in Jerry Park till like late late sixties, seventy mm. early seventies. I want to say because Olympic Stadium was been okay, built for the Olympics, so seventy six. Okay, so all right, see folks. Early, it's informative as well as stupid. All right, what else we got here? What, I can't read it. Tell me what he's saying. What's Alan saying? Alan here? said it was Marquette Stadium where the Packers played in Milwaukee. Uh, so they played indoor at the basketball arena. Is that what we're? Uh, they played. They played at uh, the old uh, what you call it? County Stadium. Yeah, they played at County Stadium. I don't know about that because the Brewers didn't even exist until 1970. Could have sworn it was County Stadium. Well, you'd be wrong. Okay, whatever. It's not the first time. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, here let's go back to sports for a second. Here's a Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Duke Snyder ball. Pretty low for $551. Can I tell you why? Probably in shitty shape. Well, condition could have something to do with it, but it's also the fact that all three of those guys were uh, pretty generous signers. Oh, they all signed? You know, 551 is probably, I'd, I'd have to see it. It sounds a little bit low because you can buy a nice clean Mantle ball in that four or $500 range, Mays. Maybe a little bit less, and Snyder is considered less. He's the. It's a funny thing. He's a Hall of Famer. He's the bum of the bunch. Um, it's like we, a friend of mine and I were talking about the National League All Star team and going back all the years. And back in the in, in the in the '60s and early '70s, the All Star outfield would always be like they would vote him in. It was always Hank Aaron, Clemente, Willie Mays, and Roberto Clemente. Right. And Roberto Clemente was the worst player on the in the outfield. Uh, but as far as the 551. 
So all these guys added up could be, you know, if you bought a mantle and a maze and a Snyder, you could buy all three separate balls for a thousand dollars. If you wanted all three New York guys in the same ball, I think that's not a bad price as long as the condition. As long as the condition's good. Yeah, they didn't show a picture of it, unfortunately. So I couldn't tell you that. But wait, they're trying to sell something without with a without a picture of it, uh, folks. I have a Testerari. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a uh, Ferrari no, Testarossa no in engine. my garage. No engine. No, no. This is, I don't have any pictures of no it. No tires. First one at six hundred thousand gets it. <laughs> All right, tell me if you would bid on this, the same auction house. And I think if I would bid on it, okay, yeah, that's... this is the, I think Hunt auction house. I guess it's not as big as heritage. Um, they have, tell me if you'd go after this one. They have a Dalai Lama autograph book. <laughs> Do you want a Dalai Lama? Actually, there was a title of the book. It was, if, so, it was so out there. I don't even remember I writing would, it down. I mean, no, that's not something I would bid on, but. If they had a Dolly Parton book autographed by, yes. a, by a llama, I'm in. I mean, if it says Dolly Parton, period. Hey, you know, that's another thing I did in Nashville. You I, saw Dolly Parton? There was a rooftop bar called the White Limousine, free plug. Uh, the rooftop bar is all pink and white, and it's got a big mesh sculpture of Dolly Parton and a lot of girls wearing next to nothing. Big is the operative word. Yeah. In many ways. Um, really, 4th of July weekend in, uh, in, in Nashville. He, clothing is optional. Yeah, he was down there. Who was? What was the concert there on Sunday night? I saw. Yeah, it on they TV. do. Actually, they do a, a huge deal. Nashville does like one of the biggest uh, uh, fireworks displays in the country. They, I think, it was about a half a million people there. It was unbelievable. And on Broadway, which is their main strip, if you've been in Nashville, it's where all the bars and honky tonks are. Pretty much closed it down because they close it down. And uh, Brad Paisley played That's the main stage, and then they do a half hour uh, fireworks show with a full orchestra. Okay, and. I was at the Nashville Sounds game, and what the Sounds allowed you to do was stay in the park and watch it from there because it's only a couple of miles right. away. So it's pretty spectacular. Pretty game, cool. What the game started at like six o'clock or something? Game started at six fifteen. Yep. Okay. They were good to go. And uh, uh, Nashville. Oh, Hunter Green, who was the former number one draft pick of the Cincinnati Reds. He's only twenty one years old now. They you said he got, right out of he got tattooed. He got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> All right. One last thing we're going to do before we get out of here. You, um, we talked about. Or you asked me to look up cartoons, okay? I'm always I'm so, always on the cartoon. Okay, the so TV Guide did a top ten, Ooh. top ten cartoon list. I love lists. Okay, uh -huh. if I tell you, do you want to agree or disagree? Yeah, let's go that. Angle. Do you want me to go from ten? Top ten? Yeah, go yeah. from ten. And what am I saying? If it's a top ten, uh, it's well, I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to go from ten to one. You tell me if you agree. Okay. How's that? Okay. All right. Number ten on the list was South Park. I didn't watch most of these. I'll be honest. Uh, with I, I put it. Here. I put it in the top ten culturally. Um, I'm not sure. It really. I'm not sure it deserves to be in with the with, with cartoons necessarily. It is just kind of a. It's South Park. Yeah. Okay. My my kids watch this. You know, and the next one also they watch both of them all the time. I matter of fact, I've hardly watched any of these. Come to think of them, unless they go way back in time. Want to say something about that? No, I was going to okay. say something about you're normally watching pornography. <laughs> hey. <laughs> He's, he went first today. Um, all right. The number nine, Family Guy. Love it. Love Family Guy. Okay. That is in its- That's adult humor, it's, right? Yeah. In its prime, it was one of the best shows going, period. All right. Number eight, uh, what, what is it? Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? Uh, you know, here's the thing. I've never watched a single episode. Me neither. But I know a lot of people are into it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, number seven, and I don't even remember this being a cartoon, but I guess it was because we talked about it earlier, Batman. Animated Batman. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. You know, I'm not really a fan of the animation style, but, you know, I don't know what to judge it on. It's pretty cool, though. I've actually got one at home I haven't watched yet. Okay. Like anybody cares. Go ahead. This next one would be high on my list. Rocky Bullwinkle. 
Oh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. One That's of adult favorites. humor. Hey, wait, wait. Okay. I got usually have some trivia for me sometimes. Okay. I've got trivia for okay. you. Okay, what do you got? What town did they live in? Oh, uh, um, something falls. Oh, no. Or what? what's a matter you? Oh, it was uh, something Something falls. Frostbite Falls. Frostbite Falls. Lived in Frostbite Falls. And, of course, uh, Bullwinkle went to college. What's the matter you? There you go. Okay. <laughs> a little Why? dyslexic. Watch really out of my hat. <laughs> All right. The next one they have on the list, I guess, is what would this be? Uh, we're down to number five now. Scooby-Doo. Never watched one minute of that. Scooby-Doo, same plot, every single show. But still, I probably watched the entire run when I was a kid. I would have said Scooby would have been in my top ten. All right. Uh, number four, going back. Uh, I don't think they update these anymore, but you tell me if they have Peanuts. See, I'm going to disqualify Peanuts because it was a special couple times. The great pumpkin, Charlie right. Brown. You're a big fucking loser, Charlie Brown. Right. That stuff. Okay. Well, they have it. It's, you know, here's a wait, wait. It's TV Guide's I, list. Listen, wait, wait. Then I, I have some more that are not on the list. The, the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, right? Uh -huh. they're, they're all going around trick-or-treating. First of all, remember he had the, the ghost outfit, but it had a bunch of holes because he couldn't cut holes right, in it because right. he's a big effing loser. Right. Now they would go to the, the houses, and the kids would get, oh, I got a candy bar. I got an apple. Charlie Brown got a rock. That's right. From all the parents in the neighborhood. All the parents thought Charlie Brown was a loser and gave him rocks. And it, it wasn't crack cocaine rock, was no. it? Well, <laughs> that'd be worth something. All right, number three, and this would be like almost number one on my list Looney Tunes, meaning bugs. Well, yeah, again, that's very all encompassing. Bugs Bunny is the king. Right. He is the greatest cartoon character of all time. I actually have a small Bugs Bunny collection, I'll admit to that. I've got some figures, some pictures, some stuff. You know, I like bugs. You've got people coming in here that are basically characters from Bugs Bunny. Uh, number two also would be way high on my list, the Flintstones. But I don't know how many seasons the Flintstones ran, of course. And you know the answer to the trivia question, what uh, show were they based Honeymooners. on? Yeah. yeah. I guess I enjoyed the Flintstones. I mostly enjoyed when they'd come up with the gimmicks. You know, the bird that played the record player and the, and oh, the, and yeah. the elephant who washed dishes. Okay, but how, what was the character that was that little... Gazoo. That's Gazoo. When it, I mean, that's when it, it jumped the shark. Oh, uh, I thought it was Going back cool. to a Happy Days reference. All right, that's correct. All right, number one on the list, agree or disagree? Simpsons. I, yeah, I never watched it. I didn't even look. The Simpsons. It is the Simpsons. In its hate. Now, it's been on for 20-plus seasons now. I still watch it. I still get a chuckle out of it. But look, <laughs> we're back. Uh, I, okay. The, uh, season, like season two to season 10 of The Simpsons, a good seven, eight season run. It went on? It's still on. Oh, it's still on? It's some of the best like stuff. Longer than my the Afghanistan My friends war. and I still quote Simpsons. Everywhere we go, I, you know, I got to be honest. As I, in, I never watched it once. That's a great prize for uh, five pounds of nutmeg. That's a line I take it from there. Okay. Spectacular line. Okay. All right. So I had four more shows that were not on this list. Do you have any shows that uh, cartoons? Cartoons yes. that, that I enjoy? Yes. Oh boy. Um you what are you gonna have on there? You're gonna you're gonna have on uh, you're gonna, yeah, here, here you're, we go. you're gonna go Fritz the Cat. No, I'm not going Fritz, you're gonna Fritz, go, the, Fritz the Cat the You're gonna go Garfield the Cat. You're gonna go no, Felix no. the Cat. No, no. You're gonna no. go Catwoman does Dallas. No. No, what do you got? I have the Jetsons. Mm. Eh. I have Meet your Jetson. Right. <laughs> Quick, what was the name of the maid? Rosie. That's good. She's a robot. That's right. All right. That's right. Who are the two uh, owners of the competing companies? The space. Well, he worked for Spacely Sprockets, right? Correct. Oh boy, 
Cairo oh. Gears something. Uh, oh, shit. Somebody Gears. What was it? Uh, Co- Cogswell. Cogswell Cogs. Yeah. And probably Cog- Gearly's Gears or something. Something like that. I had Underdog. I loved Underdog. Underdog. Listen, I'm not going to go into the voice it here. Of, who was the voice of, uh, you know this. Wally Cox. That's correct. I uh, mentioned it on the show before. First time, I do collect Funko Pops. We know this. Correct. I just got a the villain from Underdog, Simon Bar Sinister. Oh, yeah. I got the Simon Bar Sinister and added it to my collection because well, so this is the man that once captured all the bodies of water in the world in little vials. That. That would put that would put the world under. Yes, I think he was a very mean person. I had two more. I have Johnny Quest. I used to love Johnny Quest. Eh. Okay, and it's I, never my thing. Or Speed Racer, you probably got. I did like Speed Racer. Yeah, my mother wouldn't let me watch Speed Racer. Thanks, ma. Speed Racer, and then they had the little. Uh, uh, the she monster. said it was violent. Well, actually, it sort just, of was. Actually, but is it, tell me if this is a good Speed Racer uh, uh, impression. It may not be. It, it, Speed Racer doing yoga? going around a curve and almost crashing. You ready? Yeah. Ah. <sighs> I'll do Yoda doing that. Oh. <laughs> All right, I had two more. Um, gorilla. Oh, I love McGilla Gorilla. <laughs> I don't know how they got away with selling a gorilla at a pet store, but uh, in the window, there's a gorilla in the window. And and what was Potamus in this hippo hurricane, hurricane howler. howler. Okay, here's the real trivia question. What was his sidekick? So-so. That's right. All right. You Don't want- mess with me and Peter okay. Potamus. In fact, that era of cartoons, that like the 70s early stuff that you'd watch on the morning programs, you know, the, 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 the Looney Tunes and the Daffy Tunes and the, what was, you know, the Hanna-Barbera and all that, Yogi Bear and so on and so forth. I love the Wacky Racers. I don't remember that. It was like, it was a, it was a, it was a you know, they were racing. They were in cars and all the Cars had different advantages. There was Penelope Pit Stop and Peter oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Now I do remember. And the Ant Hill Mob. And what, I, I like that one a lot. What was the one that sort of took off on F Troop? That was the animated thing. Oh. And they had and the, the, the Indian Klondike thing. Cat. Was that? I, yeah, they, I want to say that's the title. Um, And they had, you know, the guys that were part of uh, uh the cavalry. And then they had uh, the. I think Klondike Cat. I want to say. But what were, was the, that one? Is that one the little mouse with his savoir faire? Is that no? Actually, that's a different one. They, they had uh, the the Indians. One of them was called Crazy Something or Other. Well, that's insulting. <laughs> Sorry, it was the name. Alan, look what it's. Alan the Jetsons that, was canceled because what does it say? Read it. Help me read that. Yeah, it says because people said watching on a black and white TV, they missed out on the vibrant world Hanna Barbera had created. The immersive world of the Jetsons looked far more flat and unengaging. In black and white. So your your mind was being expanded by watching the Jetsons early and, in life. Alan, did you paraphrase that or did you copy that? I'll bet you copied that directly. Oh, give the man some credit. At, Alan is our fact checker back in the studio, and he's far brighter than either of us. Yeah, well, that's, that's for sure. All right, I want to go back to a couple of things. Um, bum, 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 bum. Uh, back to the Heritage Auction. I forgot about this one. Evil Knievel's uh, motorcycle. It was called the Stratocycle. It was from 77. I guess he was part of a movie. Yeah. You know what? Yes, he was. And I wouldn't have remembered that if you didn't just say it. Okay. They they want it. It's it's like very patriotic, red, white, and blue, blah, blah, blah. He always was. Was he? My, oh. Yeah, my my brother. Do you remember on uh, – I mean, I don't know. My in, 
Are you old enough to remember ABC Wide World of Sports when he would jump over cars and whatever? Yeah, I think that ran well into the 80s. We're good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, my brother, though, he loved, from a young age, he loved, you know, the Hot Wheels and cars and stuff. And mm -hmm. then uh, from there, you know, Evil Knievel was kind of part of his thing. And he had an Evil Knievel, like a 12-inch doll with a motorcycle, and you rev it up. And then he'd jump over shit. Okay, and then... And then he jumped over shit in real life and, and, and broke a lot of bones. A lot of bones. Okay, do you remember when he went over... The, I would say there was a movie, too. There was a movie. I don't remember what it was. But he, you know, the one where he was almost like in a rocket ship, almost sort of a half motorcycle, half rocket was ship. Was that the jump over Snake Canyon? Snake Canyon. That River. was a big deal. It was not one of the first pay-per-views. No, it was on TV. Or something. It was just on regular no, TV. I think you had to pay to see no, it. No, no, no. They no. showed it on Wild World of Sports the week after. No, 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 no. Something like that. No, I'm pretty sure it was on free TV, Alan. You can look on that one. And if you don't get back to us today, we'll get back to us in the We're next We're going to do a fist fight over it later. <laughs> but it didn't work. Because I just remember going, and then it went again, like down. That's the like, there's a Simpsons episode, oh, which is based on that? on that, where uh, Bart's going to jump the skateboard over the over the canyon. Okay. And, of course, it's – and so Homer stops it, but Homer winds up stepping on the skateboard, and Zip goes up over the thing, and he gets about halfway up. He's like, oh, this is going to work. This is going to work. And then it bloop. Okay. I do remember Evil Knievel. He jumped over the fountain at Caesar's Palace. Do you remember that? Fonzie jumped over a shark. That's right. That is the third Happy Days reference on today's show and the second shark reference. Yeah, and two more for than those we of you probably keeping, needed. For those of you keeping track at home, you need hobby. You do. All right. By the way, once again, the name of this podcast, as we come to uh, the end here, thank God, um, it's Stuff Your Mom Threw Out. And the reason we do this is because people, unfortunately, like myself, had all these cards. When I was a kid, yes. I had all the cards. We've been, over the, the fat, we've been over well, the fact that your I, mother didn't love you. Yeah, Probably so. Read this, by the way. It is Shark Week, by the way. That is absolutely correct on TV. What is Alan saying here? Do you want to squint or you want me to read it? Yeah, please read it. It says the first major pay-per-view was September 16, 1981. Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns for the Walter White Championship. And actually, I saw that match. So did I. I, I was at somebody's house. So I, yeah, that was I, definitely. I don't recall that it was pay per view. Okay, whatever it was. Um, are, you, are you doubting our fact checker? No, I'm he's not doubting, doubting him. Alan. I'm not doubting him because he's probably straight or not. <laughs> anyway, this is the podcast where we talk about sports memorabilia, but of course we sprinkle in with a lot of stuff. We are brought to you by Village Inn in Skokie. The address once again is eighty uh, fifty uh, Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. Listen. Great place, great friends. If, if you can give them the opportunity to win you over after all the uh, COVID nonsense so we can go back to the thing, they have half-price pizzas on Mondays and Tuesdays. You've got bar trivia. You've got uh, bar bingo. They've got live music on the patio on Fridays. You've got uh, karaoke and industry nights on Sundays. Honest to goodness. Uh, Village Inn, check them out. Please. Great place. And we're going to go there very shortly ourselves. Um, and, again, we're broadcasting today live um, from – and, by the way, you can hear this tape uh, after the fact also. But we're broadcasting live today from AU Sports 6006. Dempster in Morton Grove. If you want any kind of card, and I mean any kind of card in all sports, and even cards that are not in sports, you got autographed baseballs, you got bobbleheads, you got everything in this store. You got Babe Ruth here. Do you want a job? Yes, I would like a job. A job. I'm out of a job right now. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Think about it. We're going to wrap it up, folks. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did to present it, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.